Blog Talk Radio. Well, welcome everyone once again to another live episode of the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, RF. Of course, I'll be joined by my co-pilot, Royce, here in just a sec. And welcome everyone to the program. It is Thursday. It is Thursday, September 16th. And you guys know on Thursday we're getting to our live pick show. So we're doing our live NFL picks. Uh, we have a fan reaction questions, question today. And we've been asking random fans on the street a brand new segment that we do. This gives the fans to give their perspective on a hot sports opinion or a sports topic that's out there. Uh, floating around the internet today or, or out there in the world today. And the uh, question today was, if a NFL team has a losing record, should they be able to host a playoff game? And, of course, this stems all from the, the NFC West and their division right now. You could have a team that wins the division at 7-9. and nine. They'll get a chance to host the game. If it ended right now, they may even host uh, the New Orleans Saints, which could be a 12-win team. So we'll talk about that. We'll get some fan reaction. I stopped random people on the street to ask them their opinion, so I get a chance to play some of that out there for you guys as well. I want to welcome my co-host on to the show real quick, Royce. Royce, welcome to the program. How you doing tonight, man? Hey, right now, how's it going? How's everybody out there listening? How y'all doing tonight? Everybody okay? Oh, doing good, right. man. So what do you think about that question? You think that's a pretty good question? You got some pretty yeah, good, good reviews about that? Yeah, it's a good question. We've got so much, uh, we had so much response, people from Facebook, people from uh, Twitter. Everyone had some type of opinion about what was going on, so we're going to get into everyone's opinion. If you guys have an opinion about anything we talk about on the show tonight, make sure you call in. The call-in number is 323-927-2906. That's 323-927-2906. Nine two seven two nine zero six. Let's start off real quick, Royce. To get into a couple of quick things, real fast. There is an NFL game on this on uh, right now, and I give you guys up there on that. But the Forty Niners and the Chargers, and right now the Chargers are stumping the Forty Niners, uh, twenty four to zero. It's third quarter, about four and a half minutes left in the third, so they're beating up on the chart, beating up on the Forty Niners. Any surprise there, Royce? We expect the Chargers to come out. That that big and, and beat them beat them like that so far. You know, like I said, running a couple of shows ago, uh, beware of the Chargers in uh, December. You know, they did have one loss, but other than that, man, they're a hard team to beat. But we had a call the other day. Was he, he actually assured that the Forty uh, Nine was going to win that game? Remember that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and I wonder <laughs> if he's going to call back today because they're getting their head beaten in right now. Right, <laughs> so right. I wonder if he's going to call back today. I think I picked the uh, San Diego Chargers. What about you? Yeah, I picked the Chargers. I definitely picked the Chargers to win. If you guys didn't listen to our show on Tuesday, we had a lot of NFL talk. And a caller called in, and he brought up the whole thing about the 49ers being uh, the team that could win the NFC West. And that that has a question kind of came about, is if a team with a losing record should have the option or the chance uh, to be able to host a playoff game. The way the current system works now, you win your division, you get a home game. Uh, the wild card team, no matter how good their record is, has to go on the road if they don't win their division. So we'll discuss if that's fair, especially for teams that are in harder divisions uh, and then also for teams that are in divisions that are not as competitive where you can win at 7-9. and nine. So we'll talk about that too. 
Let's get in real quick about some Cliff Lee talk. We've been talking about him, seems like, since we've been on the Air Royce, and we thought about him. Of course, we talked about the playoff run that he had with the Rangers, going to the World Series. Of course, we did didn't get a chance to win the World Series. But he did sign back with the Philadelphia Phillies, a team that he was with last season. And uh, so speculation started to go as far as why did he sign with the Phillies. Well, I think I know why. Uh, number okay. one, I think he signed with the Phillies because apparently he misses Philadelphia for whatever reason. Now, he was real, real hurt by the fact that they didn't bring him back at the end of the season. They basically traded him or let him go for for no right. uh, no real benefit, nothing in return right. for the team. So it's kind of funny, I, and, I, and I wonder why would he make a move like this. Now, what do you think, Royce? I mean, do you think he just his heart was in Philadelphia? Because that's what I think. Yeah, yeah, I think his heart was in Philadelphia and having uh, to leave there the way he did, I think they had something to take on him. But apparently he had some kind of relationship with the players, or, or you know what I mean, or friendships or something. I think that had a lot to do with it, too. I don't I don't know if he really matched well with this Ranger team. You know, we don't know what kind of – because they were together for such a short time. But uh, he spent a lot of time in Philly. I think it's more of a friendship thing. It, it had to be something. He was on sick one. So yeah, I don't know well, what he did was. a good job of really hiding that fact, man. You heard all the Ranger players talk about how he he wants to be here. They go and hunting with the guy in Arkansas. Right. He's close right. to home, uh, right. but the whole time his heart was in Philadelphia. Right. And I right. know uh, people talked about you know it was really down to the Yankees and Rangers, and uh, he talked about that during the press conference about. And the first thing he talked about the press conference was the rumor that you know he wasn't going to go to the Yankees because of the way they treated his wife at the game, about them spitting on her and throwing drinks right. on her. And so I did put a little audio from the press conference. He he addressed that and said there was all a rumor. Let's listen to Cliff Lee real quick, uh, talking about, you know, the rumor about his wife being spit on at the uh, at Yankee Stadium. Uh, just let me clarify that whole thing right quick. That was way overblown. No one came up to my wife and spit on her. Nobody poured anything on her. That's, you go to any stadium, the opposing team stands up and starts cheering, starts cheering, especially in the postseason. Fans are going to say something to them. They're going to do things like that. That's, that's part of it. That was that story was way overblown and it was false and it had zero to do with the whole thing. So I guess hopefully we can put that behind. Yeah, that was not a non-issue. Okay, but my bigger question, general. Now he basically said, if you guys can hear it, I know the audio is a little bad, but he said that it was totally false. No one actually spit on his wife. Uh, fans, oh, yeah. of course, said things to it, derogatory things, but that's part of baseball, and that's the way oh, yeah. that happens. So no one actually really spit on or threw a drink on the roar, so I think that's important. Right. You know, that's always going to be hecklers. And, they, and the wives and players ought to get used to that. It's part of the game. You know, and the Oakland is really bad. Imagine playing in Oakland. Yeah, uh, those yeah, Oakland no Raiders fans, right, you know, in your face. So uh, it's just part of the game. But, you know, it's it's official now. He's a Philadelphia Philly. Uh, the question is, what do the Rangers do now? You know, what's their next move? I'm interested to see uh, what what they do now. You might as well close the book on Cliff Lee. And uh, they have to go pursue somebody else. So I'm interested to see how that turns out. Uh, Let's take a few so, callers. And callers, when you call in, we want to ask you, the question is about this whole Cliff Lee thing, is what do the Rangers do now? Uh, do they? We know they got to get some kind of starting pitching in. Oh, yeah. There's been talk around uh, Arlington about them actually taking the top, Neptali Feliz, their closer, 
and moving him to a starting position, right. similar to what they did with C.J. Wilson this year. So I want all the Ranger fans to call in, 323-927-2906. I want to hear from you and what the Rangers should do next. Let's take a few callers real quick. And callers, I'll identify you by the last four digits of your phone number, 8611. Let's bring you on real quick. You're live on the RS Sports Radio Show. What do you think the Rangers need to do next? RF, I think uh, I think the Rangers should uh, go after someone like Granky. I think Granky, uh, uh, you know, I, I know he's he's had some pretty rough years, but kind of like the Rangers in the World Series, you know, they they you know the pitchers don't look good when the when your uh, when your guys at bat can't hit any home runs, you know. I think right. uh, I think if they had some strong batters behind a pitcher like Granky, who's a former Cy Young winner, I think I think they ought to pay the price for him. And they're already talking about trading Michael Young, who did absolutely nothing for us pretty much the mm. whole playoffs, right. and. Uh, you know, a lot of damage, you know, to the to the score for the World Series. I mean, that's a guy that's getting paid, you know, millions and millions and millions of dollars with the franchise tag that absolutely did nothing for him. Mm. I mean, do y'all think that the Rangers might go after a guy like Granky, or do you think Garza would be a better fit? In my honest well, opinion, I, and I appreciate the call, first of all, but I think, and I, I think they should go after Granky, number one. And if Grinky's not available, there's been talk about Matt Garza uh, from Tampa Bay uh, becoming available, though it's going to take a trade. Tampa Bay is in a lot of trouble, and they got a lot of talent on their team. They've already lost Carl Crawford to the Boston Red Sox, and that team is kind of hemorrhaging money right now. They're looking to try to get rid of anyone. I mean, they've got a talented team. They compete every year, and they can't get anyone in the stands. So this may be the time to pick them apart, but that is a good question. Royce, what do you think? you think you should go after Grinky or or what should they do? Oh, of course. Oh, of course. And then, you know, we yet to be determined who's going to be available. So uh, that's a good first choice. But do you think this team, uh, how do you think this team will fare with the loss of Cliff, Cliff Lee? And, Carla, let me ask you first, Carla. You seem pretty knowledgeable on the subject. How do you think this team is going to do without having Cliff Lee if they're not able to start the season with a replacement starting pitcher? I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think, you know, just like any sport, if you put points on the board, you know, I think uh, I think you give your chance a real, uh, or you give yourself a really good chance to win the game. I think if you've got pitchers in there that, uh, you know, can at least keep the game going. I mean, they've got, I mean, you look at Ogando. Ogando had a good stay uh, throughout right. the playoff. He was a, was a powerful pitcher. You've got, uh You've got, I mean, Tommy Hunter needs to go. I mean, he's he's nothing special. But you got C.J. Right. Wilson, who's definitely a great pitcher. You've got uh, some other guys there in the in the uh, Triple A league there that they've been drafting. I mean, the Rangers, right, have been right, right. They've they've yeah. probably got you know ten to fifteen guys in Triple A that are worth a shot. But I still yeah, say that- go after like Granky. But I don't think Cliff Lee is going to make that big of a difference. I mean, the Dallas Morning News even wrote a couple of days ago that, you know, Cliff Lee, you know, the departure of Lee is not going to affect us like people think right. it is. Right, I mean, he I lost, agree. He lost two World Series games. I mean, you're going to pay a right. guy. That's your answer? Yeah. Good yeah. point. Good now, point. I did mention that the other day. It's, you know, he, he, he wasn't that great in the play, you know, in the World Series. You know, he was a well, good he, he lost both. He lost both right. games. You know, he wasn't right. he wasn't at right. all that great. You're absolutely right. right on that. 
Caller, we thank you for calling in. Stay tuned with us. If you hear anything else you want to jump in, you're more than welcome. Let's take a couple other callers here real quick. And call, I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. Call us 7876. You're live on the R-Sports Radio Show. What do you think the Rangers uh, need to do next? Right, old man. Yo. This is little Tim. Call from down Hey, Tim, how you doing, man? Oh, man, hey, I'm all right, man. You got hey, a comment on the up? Rangers? What do you think the Rangers should do? Oh, uh, yeah, man. Actually, I'm... From my standpoint of, you know, I think we did real good on our pit, on our pitching, on our pitching staff. I mean, you know, right. we've been broke up right now, but uh, I think we should move uh Feliz up, man. We just move up to the starting position. I mean, he did good. He did uh a heck of a lot better than uh what I anticipated him to do, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the heck with uh Club Lee. Let's go yeah. out there and get the ball kicked out. But what's the little young uh uh uh. Oh, uh, Tim Linscom. Oh, man. He killed Texas. You know what I'm saying? That's who we need to go get. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Thank y'all, man. I appreciate it, man. Stay on with us. If you're anything else you want to jump in on, you're more than welcome, man. As you see, the fans are definitely reacting to the whole Rangers situation. And I kind of, and I, and both, they, both callers said, you know, very well that the Rangers, I mean, they've been developing talent for the right. last, Four years. I mean, the whole time that um, uh, Daniels has been in as GM, as young as he is, he knew that he had to develop the form system. They've had the number one form system right. for yeah, several years there. in a row. And, right. uh, and and the college may be on us. So maybe we should just wait and see, develop who we have, see who we have going into the season. And if we need to pull the trigger late in the game, uh, like we did with Cliff Lee, there's going to be somebody available late in the season. Don't you think, Royce? Oh yeah, I look for this team to continue to win this year. I, I, you know, absolutely to go back to, you know, being a, a, a winning ball club. But with the staff they have, and you know, a few tweaks in there, I think they'll go back to the playoffs. Hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Let's take a small commercial break, real fast. We're gonna switch gears when we come back. We're gonna talk about a story in the news about Mark Cuban saying that he's ready to spend five hundred million dollars to have a college playoff system. We're also talking about Dennis Rodman going to the Hall of Fame and the Facebook page that he has up right now trying to get him to the Hall of Fame. And, of course, we do our live NFL picks. You listen to the RF Sports Radio Show, our Thursday show, our pick show. So you guys stay tuned. Calling all models, models. calling all actors, actors. all music artists, music calling artists. all comedians, comedians and producers. I got producers. a question for you. Have you been having trouble finding gigs, and not just gigs, but paid gigs? Well, if that's you, look no further. Okay. We've got the perfect solution for your problem. Go to webookgigs.info right now. Okay. Sign up and create your profile. And let me tell you what you're going to get. You're going to get updates about shows and paid gigs sent directly to your personal I Twitter, like that. Facebook, email, and your phone. Now, the best thing about webookgigs.info is it's absolutely no cost to I sign up. That. So what are you waiting for? Don't delay. WeBookGigs.info right now. Right now. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm here live with my good friend, CEO and creator of LawApps.com, Jared Rice. Why don't you let everyone know exactly what LawApps.com is? It's a mobilized version of an attorney's regular website so that people can access the site on mobile phones like smartphones, whether it be HTC, 
iPhone, Android, BlackBerry, or Palm, or any Windows-based system. So why does an attorney need LawApps.com? Well, if you have a regular website and people are pulling it up on their mobile phone, obviously they can't see it. So if you don't have a mobilized version of your site, you're missing out on millions of customers. And, you know, for business, that's not a good thing, especially in 2011. So what's the best way for people to get in contact with LawApps.com? Go to our website at lawapps.com, and apps is spelled with a Z on the end, not an S. Or they can give us a call at our toll-free number, 1-888-974-6784. That's 1-888-974-6784. And it's lawapps.com, L-A-W-A-P-P-Z.com. Get your law firm out of the dark ages. Man, smoke in the city available the now. City. Album features Blow Fly, Mayhem, Ken Jack, and the Grit Boys, with many, many other. Also, featuring production from super producer, none other than Big Chris. Available now at all of your favorite online retailers iTunes, Amazon, Napster, Rhapsody, Seven Digital, E Music, and every other major online retailer that you can think of. Don't wait, go pick up Smoke in the City now. It's blazing. And we are back live again for our Thursday edition of the Harvest Sports Radio Show. I want to welcome everyone again. Uh, if you guys are listening to us live right now online, you can always join in on the conversation at 323-927-2906. Our chat room is open as well. To find our chat room, go to blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports. And if you want to follow us on Twitter right now, go to twitter.com slash rfsports. Let me bring rfsports radio. Uh, let me bring on Royce back on the line real quick. Royce, let's talk real fast about this whole Mark Cuban deal. I don't know if you followed this story, but... Apparently, before the game yesterday, when the Mavs took on the uh, Blazers, uh, Mark Cuban made some comments, and he told a couple of guys, and, and I've been with Mark Cuban before games before, so I know how he's real, real reckless. Uh, i got right. some audio I'm going to play for him next week that I think are going to shock a lot of people, too. But he made some comments about fixing the BCS system and the playoff system, and his thing was he's ready to put an account together with uh, over a half a billion dollars, $500 million, to pay out to the schools because he wants to see some type of playoff system, system in place. He said the whole thing's about money, so why not have the money there available? And, uh, Royce, what do you think, first of all, you think why is, why is Cuban even making these type of comments anyway? Well, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised, Mark Cuban, but Rodney, you know, I've always been for college playoff system, if that's what it takes to get it going, I'd like to see it happen. But I wouldn't be surprised, you know, he owns his own uh, station, so I wouldn't be surprised if he, you know, he'd get the broadcast on it. So, you know, <laughs> that's a bold move on his part. So, but uh, I, I, I'm all for a playoff system, you know. I'm, I'm one of those guys been forward for a long time. And uh, every year we had this controversy of who's number one. So, you know, until we have a playoff system, we'll never know. Well, wins the bowl game claims to be number one. So right, right. And see, here's here's what he basically said. He, he said he's been actively 
trying to get this whole plan in motion. He's already talked to several athletic directors. None are going on record as, at this time as speaking with Mark Cuban, but he's already kind of put a whole little plan together. He's waiting on approval and some other people to get involved. He says that if you put $500 million in the bank and go to all the schools and pay the money as an option, and this was his uh, direct quote, he says, say, look, look, if I give you an X amount every five years in exchange, you say if you're picked for the playoff system that you'll go. And that's the deal he wants to strike with the schools. And this has got to be on the heels of all the BCS turmoil right now, the fact right, that right. they made a mistake in the, in the rankings right. this, this year. Uh, they came out as well. And, and the other thing is no one knows exactly how this system is calculated. They don't let anyone know, you know, right. what, what points are being calculated, how they're coming up with the system. Everything is left into the dark. And that's what Cuban's really trying to trying to overcome. Now, the right. the uh, director of VCS came out and said today that there's no way this is going to happen. We're going to stay with our BCS system. Of course, what else is he going to say at this point? But I thought it was really interesting that Cuban even, you know, comment on this thing. Do you think he's really trying to put a plan together to get something like this going? Yeah, Rodney. You know, like like you said, it's really all about money. You know, he, and and these bowl games are all about money, too. But I think if you put up enough money, you know, they may go for it. With the economy changing, the enrollment dropping, you know, in these schools, uh, uh, programs are so expensive. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, it's all about money. It's a business now. Yeah, yeah college football is a business. It's, it's big, big business. business. So, right. So can Cuban so, pull this know. off, I guess, is a better question. Can he really right. pull this whole deal off? I don't know. You know, he, he surprised me. He made a bid for the Rangers. He almost pulled that off. And nothing surprised me more, Cuban. You know, I'm not surprised. But yeah, if anybody could, he could. Right. If anybody could, he could. I thought it was an interesting story. If you guys want to follow that story, it's pretty much anywhere. If you check our website, uh, rfsportsradio.blogspot.com, we're going to be posting that story in his comments also uh, tonight. So look for that first thing in the morning if you want to check into this Mark Cuban deal. Uh, switching gears again real quick, Royce, and, and I saw this. I thought it was really interesting. But I was on Facebook today, uh, of course, talking to friends, you know, doing what we do on Facebook and a Facebook page comes across that Dennis Rodman has a Dennis Rodman for the Hall of Fame page. Uh, apparently, this is his wow. second year of eligibility for the Hall of Fame, and they're really campaigning right. hard to try to get him in there. Uh, there are other players that are up for Hall of Fame honors this year as well. Leading the class is Reggie Miller. Uh, they also have right. Mark Jackson, Bernard King, Chris Mullen, and even Don Nelson, the ex-Mavericks uh, coach, is up for Hall right. of Fame. Uh, this year as well. I'm pretty sure he'll definitely get in. But let's talk about Rodman for a second now. Is Rodman ready for the Hall of Fame? Should he belong? I mean, the guy has five rings. He's one of the best defenders to ever play in the game, the best rebounder right. to ever play in the right. game, one of the best. What about Dennis Rodman going to the Hall of Fame? I, 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 absolutely, man. I think everybody you mentioned should go. Because, you know, just like Michael Jordan brought something to the game and Magic Johnson brought something to Kareem, everybody brought something to the game. Dennis Rodman did also. You know, uh, he, he, he really elevated basketball. Uh, he uh, elevated his position. And he was a showman for the game, you know. He brought a lot to basketball. So everybody brings something. And Dennis Rodman certainly brought a lot to basketball. Hmm. 
I think people may be discounting the fact that he's played with the the bad boys and the Detroit Pistons. He's played right. with the Chicago Bulls. Chicago he's played Bulls. with right. you know he's played with Lakers, Mavericks. He played with a lot of teams. Right, right. And he's he been that, that, he that piece of the puzzle too. Right. Everywhere he went, he was he was the leading rebounder for most uh, every year he played. Yeah. You know, he and led he the league the first, all years. Right, right. He led the league just about every year in rebounding. I mean, that accounts for something. So, uh, absolutely, he should go. And uh, if I had a chance to vote him in, I'd vote him in. He's one of my picks. How do you feel about that? I feel he should be in there. I don't know why he's not in there oh, the yeah. first time, oh, you know. I oh, think he yeah. should definitely be in there. Uh, let's take some callers real quick because I know my buddy Tim. He's a huge basketball fan. I know he's got an opinion on this. Let me bring him back on. Uh, Tim, let me bring you back on, man. What do you think about Rodman being a Hall of Famer? Ah, uh, yeah, man. That's a that's a, that's a green light on that right there. You're, yeah, he yeah. did everything he's supposed to be doing. Uh, you know, he had a couple bumps in the road. You know, just like anybody else. Right. You know, but uh, that didn't affect his play on that court. You know, especially right. coming out of Dallas. You know, I followed this cat ever since South Oak Cliff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, right. You know, he he came up through the ranks. He did everything he's supposed to be done. I mean, everything he's supposed to be done. You know, why why hold him back? He redefined his position, you know. That's right. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Power forward, power forward, right. Let me ask you this. You guys are the beast out there. I mean, every every game he gave it all he got. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you this, Tim, though. Do you think that people look at – the the Dennis Rodman off the court and immediately just and it happens to a lot of athletes. I'm not trying to single out Dennis Rodman. A lot of athletes you could take, you know, uh, Michael Irvin. You could take a bunch of athletes. A lot of people take what they do off the court and try to discount what they do on the court. You on think the court. that's the, they think he's a victim of that? I mean, why does a guy with all these accolades, five NBA championship rings? Uh, leading rebounds, leading defensive guy. Why does he have to get a Facebook page to try to get into the Hall of Fame? <laughs> See, that's what we have to distinguish now. Our judgment. That's why our judgment come in, in character, right? See, because you can't judge them for something he did off the court. When he went mm-hmm. out, when he went up there winning with those championship teams and things, taking these cats to the from nothing to the to the upper echelon, he's an elite player, man. He was an elite right. player. So I, I feel no reason why he shouldn't be. Inducted to the Hall of Fame, man. And that whole that whole cast you just named, yeah, all of Chris Muller, yeah. all of hey man, all of them cast they brought something to the game, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman has always been Dennis Rodman, whether you love him or hate him. Oh. He never changed. He was always who he was, you know. And and he was just a colorful guy, you know. And uh, uh, he was a different. But uh, you can't take what he hey, did. Hey, look at Ricky Williams. Look at Ricky Williams. Right, look at Ricky right. Williams. Everybody deserves a second chance. You can't you take know? what he did off the court and and, show, and uh, punish him for what he did on the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I hey, agree. Man, it's sad. It's sad, but it's like that, man. <laughs> right, As I'm right. telling you, thank you, Tim, for your comments, I, I, man. Stay on with us, man. If you ever hear anything else, definitely jump on know, in. That was Tim right there. He's a, he's a huge basketball fan, so I know he knows what we're talking about. Go ahead, Ross. Well, I know other players are done worse, but I got a question for Tim and I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. What player, other than Oscar Robinson, in eight years in the league has scored 15,000 points? 
4,000 rebounds and 4,000 assists. What other player besides Oscar Robertson in eight years has scored 15,000 points and 4,000 rebounds? And 4,000 assists. And four thousand. Oh man, that's a tough one. I'm gonna have to go with the. I'm gonna have to go with my candidate. I have to say Kobe. I gotta go with Kobe. Well, you'd be surprised, LeBron James. Uh, you Kobe okay, fans. LeBron. Okay. Just want okay. you to know I am surprised. That. Right, right. That is a surprise. <laughs> a lot of people don't yeah, know I am that. Surprised. <laughs> right. I don't ever say to do that with Oscar Robertson. So that's a big feat. So are you, are yeah. you LeBron Hazel? That's a good people. All right, let's move on. <laughs> All right, well, of course, we talked about Dennis Rodman. We talked about Cliff Lee and the Rangers. And let me give everyone an update on the 49ers games. If you don't have NFL uh, Network, let me get you guys updated on that. Right now, let's see, I think it's uh, it's 30 to 0 right now. Uh, they just wow. started the fourth quarter, 12 minutes left in the fourth. 30-0, to zero. the 49ers put up 40 points last week and can't put up right. a, a field goal right now. Wow. So, hey, I you know, wonder I what the crowd is now. Uh, yeah, I, I think I get a free haircut out of that, Donald Rodden. I think everybody gets a free haircut. <laughs> I but, think you should. Because he, he almost guaranteed a win, if I remember. So maybe we'll hear from him tonight. He guaranteed a yeah. win. Maybe we will hear from him tonight. Uh, we're going to talk a lot of NFL stuff as well. Everyone, let's take another quick commercial break real fast, Royce, to get reset, get refreshed and everything. We'll get into some NFL talk. Uh, we're going to talk about the NFL picks, of course, at the end of the show. We'll get into this big story about McNabb maybe not playing against Dallas, maybe getting benched. We'll talk about Brett Favre and why they think he's going to come back for the Bears game. And we'll listen to some of our fans. Our fans had a chance to weigh in on a, a question on Facebook today. I also stopped random fans while I was out in the public today. And the question was, if an NFL team has a losing record but wins their division, should they be able to host a playoff game? I think I'm really be surprised about what these guys are saying about that. So we'll be right back after this commercial break. You listen to the RF Sports Radio Show on Blog Talk Radio. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. What's up out there with it, world? What's up with it's your it? boy Chosen. Man, and I'm back in the building, you dig? And for all of y'all that haven't already done it, you know what I'm saying? Go out there and join icebreakerproductions.com right now. Support your favorite ICE artist right you now. You know what I'm saying? Get a ringtone, get a t-shirt, buy the calendar right now. You can even pick up a teddy bear. You know what I'm talking about? We got everything. Got everything. Um, Every Wednesday, y'all.
y'all need to be checking out the Icebreaker Radio Show at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. 7 p.m. You hear it? Icebreakerproductions.com. You know what I'm saying? Scroll down about the middle of the page and click on the player and you got us. You know what I'm saying? And if that ain't working for you, hop on iTunes and listen to us on the podcast. I ain't tripping. You know, you can get us on anywhere. Anywhere. And uh, if you really want to know what's going down at all times with Icebreaker Productions, you got to follow us on Twitter at Icebreaker Radio. And if you're a Facebook lover, hit us up, Icebreaker Productions. You know what they do. And uh, for all of y'all that like them live, fresh videos, you know you can follow us on the YouTube channel, Chosen972. Right now. If you're still in the old school and, you know what I'm saying, you're still on MySpace, hit us up, 972. We ain't tripping. And uh, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and hop into this album, The Reason That You're Hearing My Voice. Uh-huh. You like one of these artists, you know what I'm saying? So get your jam on, get your lean on, yeah. and uh, I'll be back at you later on in the future with more ICE announcements. Already. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm here live with my good friend, CEO and creator of LawApps.com, Jared Rice. Why don't you let everyone know exactly what LawApps.com is? It's a mobilized version of an attorney's regular website so that people can access the site on mobile phones like smartphones, whether it be HTC, iPhone, Android, BlackBerry, or Palm, or any Windows-based system. So why does an attorney need LawApps.com? Well, if you have a regular website and people are pulling it up on their mobile phone, obviously they can't see it. So if you don't have a mobilized version of your site, you're missing out on millions of customers. And, you know, for business, that's not a good thing, especially in 2011. So what's the best way for people to get in contact with LawApps.com? Go to our website at LawApps.com, and apps is spelled with a Z on the end, not an S. Or they can give us a call at our toll-free number, 1-888-974-6784. That's 1-888-974-6784. And it's LawApps.com, L-A-W-A-P-P-Z.com. Get your law firm out of the dark ages. We let it go. We let it go last week. Tonight we won't. Tonight we won't. We finish tonight because we start tonight the way we're going to finish. Fast, physical, and out of control. And the bottom line is, it's all going to go. It was Ray Lewis getting things started. We are back uh, live at the RF Sports Radio Show. We've had a great show so far. If you guys have missed the show, make sure you go back and download the show later. Go to rfsportsradio.blogspot.com or go to blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports and download the show in its entirety. You missed some real good comments. We had a lot of callers so far on the show. Let's transition real quick to some NFL talk. And as I mentioned before, Royce, the question for all of our fans today was if an NFL has a losing NFL team has a losing record but wins their division, should they be able to host a playoff game? And the way the rule is set right now, if you win your division, you earn the right to host a playoff game, no matter who the team you're playing, no matter how better their record is or how better their team is for that matter. Royce, let me ask you first before we get into some fan reaction. What do you think? you think most fans are going to agree with that, that, hey, you win a division, get a game? Or do most fans want to see the best teams with the best records in the playoffs? Well, you know, Ronnie, I have to agree with that system. I, I, if you win your division, you know, you get the host. 
and I don't think they should change that because there's been some teams that didn't have such a winning record that have made it to the Super Bowl. So, you know, I like that system. It does work, and it also depends on which team is yours, whether they have a better record and have to travel your team at the worst record, and I get the host. So it, it, I, from a fan's perspective, it's which team you for. But I'm out for the system. I think it works. Yeah. Well, I think you're going to be surprised by a lot of the fan reaction that we have. Let's listen to a few fans and how they reacted to our uh, question today, then we'll get into some of the Facebook answers also, too. This is our new segment of the show, The Fans' Perspective, on uh, should an NFL team with a losing record be able to host a playoff game. All right, Sports Radio, we're doing our brand-new segment today. This is going to be asking uh, the fans, getting the fans' perspective on what they think about a certain topic or opinion uh, in sports right now. So our first question for the segment is, should an NFL team that has a losing record but makes the playoffs, they win their division, should they be able to host a playoff game? And we're talking to Sergio. Let me get your opinion, Sergio. What do you think? Well, uh, definitely no on the hosting, and I even question them even being allowed to be in the playoffs uh, because you got teams like New Orleans and you know Philly and, and other teams that could be wild cards potentially ten and six, eleven and five. I mean, they worked sixteen games, a grueling season, and for them to go on the road to a seven and nine, you know, Arizona team is just you know it's unfair. Should I really do think that should? Just simple fact is, I mean, it's your division. That's who you're playing against to go to the playoffs. Is that not correct? That's correct. I think I think they should be able to host the game if you win the division. Honestly. Well, I, I think outside the box, I kind of think um, there's always changes and and everything is not written in stone. So I think they should be able to host a play playoff game. I tell you why because uh, I mean they work hard all year to get there. Mm-hmm. Whether the, the where it came down to them, uh, uh, you know, dominating division or or just uh, sliding through uh, by, by the nose. I think it's good because the excitement about it all is the good thing about football. It makes it exciting because you don't you never know. It's any given Sunday, someone may lose or win. Someone you least expect to win. But the biggest challenge I think, if one of those teams get in and they and they host that game, and if a big team loses, it has a, a a better record, and they lose. Can you imagine what the print would be like the next day? Mm-hmm. So yes, I'm glad. I'm absolutely glad. I think I think I think it's good for the league. I think it's great for the league. I- and you heard some fan reaction right there. A lot of people, of course, think that it's it's fine, it's way for the league. But some fans really feel like they want to see the best teams with the best records in the playoffs. Uh, so let's take some callers also on that too. If you guys are listening, call in now three two three nine two seven two nine zero six and voice your opinion. Let me bring on a couple of callers real quick. Caller eight six one one. Let's welcome you back onto the program real fast and get your opinion. Do you think a team with a losing record should be able uh, to host a playoff game? Call you live on our sports radio show. I guess he lost him, man. Caller 8611, are you there? Yeah, you have to press 1. Yeah, you do have to press 1. If you're live, you do have to press 1. Uh, it will get you definitely on. Now, my opinion, let me let me let you know my opinion on this. If you win your division, then that's it. 
You know, if if you win your division, you you earn the right to host a playoff game. That's just the way the game goes. It's lasted this long for so long for a reason because it works. There's so much parity in the NFL. We never know how good a team is. And when you reset for the playoffs, the records are zero zero. So what does your record in the regular season matter once you get to the playoffs? That's the way I look at it. Everyone's got an equal opportunity. If you have to go on the road, you have to go on the road. If you're a better team, you're just a better team. You know, no matter what the record says, if you win your division, you get that opportunity. Um, and I think everyone feels that the majority does anyway. Let me bring on, uh, of course, another our other co-host here, uh, Rick, because I know Rick's got a strong opinion. And he was able to talk to a few fans today and get some opinions out there. Uh, Rick, let me welcome you on to the program first, man. How you doing tonight? I'm good, Rodney. How you doing? Hey, uh, Royce, how's it going, man? Hey, hey, Rick, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, now, Rick, you had a chance to talk talk to a few people about this and get some feedback. What was what was some of the feedback you received? Well, I, you know, I kind of got it from um, from both sides. You know, a lot of fans were. A lot of people that I talked to, they were for the rule, you know, and they liked the situation the way that it was set up right now. You know, it gives home fans, you know, those those guys that's gone out to support those teams, it gives them a chance to enjoy that playoff situation. Because if they, you know, from that perspective, if they, you know, play a team with a better record and that, you know, if that team with a better record, he should go in there and win that game anyway. You know, if he if he's a better if that team's a better team, they should go in there and win, and then you know they'll get to go back home and play, you know, a home game. You know, hopefully, you know, planning on their uh, playoff positioning. You know, and then a lot of people that I talked to were, you know, definitely against. You know, without mm-hmm. question, they was just, you know, it's just a matter matter of the record. You know, it, it depends on how you go out there and perform every Sunday. You know, and what are the numbers at the end of the day. You know, and uh, you know, I could, I could agree with you know, you know, some cases on both sides, but you know, but my personal opinion, I like it the way you know that it is. You know, yeah. I believe that a team is is better than you know the opposing team. Who the best team is going to win? You know, mo- we all know any given Sunday, anybody can play that day and you know play a little bit right. better or whatever the case is. But it's the playoffs; they're going to bring their best game. And the best team is going to go in there and win that game. They should. I don't think home field, unless the teams are real close compared, you know, I don't think that the home field is really going to make that big of a difference. You know, I don't think so. Arizona playing the Saints, I still think the Saints are going there and beat the dog snot out of them. Yeah. You know, that's where the system set up is for every team to have a chance. You know, same way in the NBA. The number eight seed can go on to win a championship. Same right. thing in baseball, you know, and college. And, and same thing in college football. Even college some teams without the best record. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Even basketball. So, and yeah, I, and I, agree, I agree with that, too. It, I think it's much tougher to do it in in in, in basketball and in, in baseball because you have to play a series. You have to play so many right. games. But right. with football being one and done, you know, right. You have that opportunity to do it. I mean, you, you you can do it, but like I said, it's the playoffs. Truthfully speaking, everybody's record go to zero and zero, but that right. better team, you know, will come out there, get a best effort, and go ahead and pull that victory. Yeah, whoever's better that day wins the game. Yeah, 
That means that is the bottom line. <laughs> yeah, whoever wins the game that day wins wins the game. You're right about that any given Sunday or Saturday when it comes to the playoffs. Let me give you guys a couple of uh, quick reactions from some people on Facebook. Uh, we had two comments on Facebook right now just came in. Uh, Nick Ruller says, heck no, there's no way that a team would lose a record to host a home playoff game. And another, uh, Dion Anderson says, nope, says should be the best record in each conference, hands down. So a lot of people are still real split on that, on that particular subject. And I can understand, I mean, you want to see the best teams play. Um, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think everyone feels that way. They want to see the best teams in the playoffs. Let me play for you guys a little more fan reaction that we received today when we asked them uh, the fan question, the fan's perspective question. Okay, we're here with David asking him a quick question. This is our fan perspective question. So, David, let me ask you, do you think an NFL team with a losing record should be able to host a playoff game if they win their division? Absolutely, because everybody goes into the season knowing the rules. Um, if you decide to play the games and play by the rules that you signed up for, I mean, this is what it is. I mean, even if a team goes into the, you know, it wins the wild card, has a better record than uh, a team who won their division, you know, if if everybody thinks that they're the better team, then they should be able to go into the team with the losing records uh, stadium and whoop up on them. So, you know, the the best team is going to come out on top, and where you play, you know, it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean a victory. If they win their division, they should host the playoff game. And no matter if another team has a better record, if they didn't win their division, then they just don't, they didn't earn the, the right to host. So even if they finish, say, 79, you got a 12 win, Saints team, you know, just take what's going on right now, for instance. Say the NFC West, you feel like no matter what, if they finish as a winner of their division, they have the right to host anything. Correct. Now, if two teams would happen to go into another playoff game and, and they both lost their divisions, yeah. then I would go to the better record. Right. Okay. And there you go, some more fan reaction on our fan question. If you guys still want to react to that, you're more than welcome to call in, 323-927-2906, or find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. Um, you can follow us there as well. Or email the show, rfsportsradio at gmail.com. Rick, I know you're going to be riding with us for the rest of the show. Royce, I know you're ready and set to go because we got to get to our picks. We're going to see if Chosen calls in. I talked to him earlier today. He had a little toothache, so I don't know if he's going to call in. I don't know. It sounds like he's kind of ducking and dodging to me. Maybe don't want to get that crown too soon. That's because I put the whammy on it for stealing my crown. Oh, okay. 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 No, okay. No, no, no. after this week. Right, I got, I got some pen and a dog, so I'm waiting to get it. <laughs> so you're going to get your crown back today? I'm going to get my crown back, whatever it takes. <laughs> what you right. say? You got well, the pen and the dog over there, huh? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you feel the well, pain, it's as me as me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a quick uh, commercial break real fast, get reset. We'll get into our NFL picks, other NFL stories, and I want to talk to you guys about NFL MVP talk. A lot of people are talking about Tom Brady. He's a shoe-in. Michael Vick was a shoe-in at one time. We'll talk real quick, and I want to get you guys' uh, reaction and honest opinion on who should be the MVP 
as of right now, offensive and defensive, and what coach to get coach of the year. We'll be right back on the R Sports Radio Show. You're live with us on our Thursday show, our world famous pick show. Oh yeah, the oh, wait is finally yeah. over. The new release from Rifle Man, Smoke in the City, Smoke available the now. City. Album features Flow Fly, Mayhem, Kenfo Jack, and the Grit Boys, with many, many other. Also featured production from super producer, none other than Big Chris. Available now at all of your favorite online retailers, iTunes, Amazon, Napster, Rhapsody, 7 Digital, E-Music, and every other major online retailer that you can think of. Don't wait, go pick up Smoke in the City now. It's this is RF with the RF Sports. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. Brandon Bond adopted one of the pit bulls rescued from Vic's dogfighting operation. Bond and Machiavelli watch Michael Vick's every game and applaud. I'm pulling for him because he's the underdog. Like, and who would I be to say, oh, well, all these dogs deserve a second chance, but Michael Vick doesn't. Well, that'd be rather hypocritical. As an Atlanta Falcon, Vick... We're back with the live for the R Sports Radio Show. Had a little technical difficulties there. Sorry about that, guys. The audio I just played for you was from a Channel 11 news story there in um, in Atlanta, and it was about a it was about Michael Vick's dogs. Somebody adopted one of his dogs in the Atlanta area, and uh, he was talking about how he watches Michael Vick every Sunday, and not only he roots for Michael Vick, but the dog does too. And I thought that was pretty interesting there. And I say that because I want to bring up, uh, of course, our NFL guys, Royce and Rick, and talk to you guys about the NFL MVP race. Of course, Michael Vick was the the uh, leader in the clubhouse, so to speak, before Tom Brady went on a tear. They have been uh, they've been putting up over 30 points a game for the last three games, and now everyone's back on Tom Brady to be the MVP. So I want to get you guys' reaction real quick. Uh, Royce, who do you think is the offensive MVP right now? in the NFL, and also the defensive MVP right now in the NFL. Wow. Ronnie, that's, that's a good question. Uh, you kind of hit me with that one. Yeah, I think, you know, he, he's a leading candidate, but uh, I, I wouldn't say he's my pick, at you know, so far yet this season. It's not over with, you know, uh, but he is a leading candidate. I mean, you got me on that one. I want to hear y'all guys' opinion. What do you think as far as for uh, maybe even Coach of the Year, you have an opinion on that? Well, you know, uh, that's too early, too. Because at one time I thought it was going to be Rex Ryan. And then you got to look at what Levy Smith has done with Chicago. You got to look at Tampa Bay. I mean, you know, uh, wow. God, I mean, that's a good question. 
don't even have to comment. You come out guard on that one. <laughs> Rick, what do you think about who is your offensive MVP in the NFL right now, uh, defensive and also coach of the year? I mean, well, we we all know, you know, with all the you know the glitter and gleam and everything that 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 comes with him, especially his production on the field along with his wins, that uh, Tom Brady would would be the MVP. You know, I mean, everybody's kind of kind of pulling for him. You know, it seems like nationwide, you know, everybody's already kind of saying that he's the shoe in. It was me personally. I would probably take Michael Vick actually to be an MVP. You know, I think he's changed the way that the Philadelphia Eagles is playing football right now. You know, I think he's opening up a lot of things for for Philadelphia with his arm now, and you've seen Michael Vick go from one type of player to another type of player. You know, it just seems like with, with the adversity that's been behind him and the way that he's been able to come through, you know, me personally, I would pick Michael Vick to be the MVP if I had to choose right now. Defensively, without question, I mean, to me, it would be Troy Polamalu with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He changes the game. Yeah. Flat out, period, end of story. He changes the game. He makes it easy for the other ten players that are out there. He can cover a certain area. He can go up close and press. He can do whatever it is. He definitely can tackle, and he's not afraid to take the ball back to the end zone if he get his hands on it. You know, Troy Polamalu would be my defensive defensive player of the year. Coach of the year, Bill Belichick. The machine keeps going. The machine is steady moving. No matter who they plug in there, what pieces you put in there, it would have to be Bill Belichick without question. Well, let me let me just say that the reason why I, I didn't answer that question because to me the season goes through the playoffs. I, I want to mm-hmm. see who stepped up, who deserves the MVP to take yeah. his team to the Super Bowl. That's why I'm going to say I reserve to answer that question because to me right. the MVP – is the guy that stepped up in the playoffs and win the game. So right. I, that's why I say I, I, I'm not going to answer that question just yet. I'm, I, I'm, the jury's still out for me. Well, you know what's Who's funny right. is how, the, how the, uh, sports like the NFL, even basketball, always seem to name their MVP before the entire right, season right, right, is over. Right, right. You know, baseball, it seems like they got it right. They don't name MVP to the World Series is over. Right. Right. You know they 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 wait till then, but in these in these other sports like basketball and football, they're gonna name them because uh, it's a regular season award to them. It doesn't right. really go yeah. into the um, to the postseason. It's really why they name it so quick. My my offensive MVP at this point, I gotta go with Michael Vick. Only it's not any kind of uh, and everyone always accuses me of being a Tom Brady hater or uh, a Patriot hater, but. I think you absolutely hit the nail on the head, Rick. I mean, the Patriots have been rolling the way they always roll. They've had a lot of turnovers, so I could give Belichick the nod because he's been able to be so consistent, one of the most consistent winning coaches in the NFL in history. But for Mike Vick to come in and step in, he started the season as a – he didn't start the season as a starter. He was on the bench, and they were going with Kevin Cobb. They got rid of their – Ten-year veteran, uh, McNabb, the guy that took them to the Super Bowl, took them to countless uh, NFC championship games, and they left Vic in as being a backup. He wasn't even a starter, but he earned his right to be the starter. You know, as soon as he got a chance to play, he came back from injury and didn't miss a beat. Jumped right back in the cycle again. He's got the, the Eagles looking like one of the best teams in the NFC right now. And a lot of people thought that they were going to take a step back not to have McNabb and going with Kevin Cobb, and he just basically played his way into 
an MVP role and also to a starter for the Philadelphia Eagles. And and the whole story of redemption for him, you got to think about what goes through this guy's head on and off the court. He's looking at all these people that, that, that are still going to hold him accountable for his actions in the past. He's thinking about all those people that, you know, heckle him no matter what stadium he goes to. Uh, he's got all that all that weight of the world on his shoulders, but is able to perform each and every Sunday at a very very high level. And the game that he got against Washington, we had what four throwing touchdowns, two running touchdowns. I've never seen a quarterback put on a performance like that. I've never seen that happen before. So I got to give it to Vic to be the offensive guy. The defensive guy, it's really a toss up for me. I got to go with Troy Polamalu, like you said. He's back. He's doing exactly what he needs to do. But I like Clay Matthews, too, although he's been a little bit hurt. But he's just such a force out there to change his games. He plays like 100 miles a minute. He's chasing down quarterbacks. He's guarding uh, tight ends. You know, it's just good to see a dynamic linebacker like that, especially a young guy, to play the way he's playing. And if I got to go with coach of the year, I think you touched on something, Royce, when you talked about uh, the coach for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's a team that's very, very young, got a young quarterback, and he's got these guys in a position to really make it to the playoffs in a very, very tough division. The NFC South is one of the toughest divisions in the NFL, where he's got them right in there and playing playing very well. So I got to give him the nod, too. Other than that, I like what Mangini's done in Cleveland. A lot of people think he won't make it next season, but I really like what he's done there as well. But like like you said, Royce, too, I can, I can understand you. I'm kind of all over the place, but I can understand you because you want to see what happens in the playoffs, and I can respect that. Right. right. What if what if Michael Vick throws wait to the playoffs and throw four interceptions? Is he still a candidate for MVP? I mean, what right, if he's, you know, even with the record, right, and get to the playoffs and throw a, 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 a record seven interceptions? Is he still MVP? Well, yeah, I feel you. Well, I understand. That. You understand I understand. I'm, just, I'm just looking at I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this part of the season up until this point. Right. 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 I tell you how my pick at the end of the season. <laughs> okay. Well, you can reserve <laughs> that right. You right. can reserve okay. that right. Let's get into our NFL picks. We're going to load up real quick. We're going to be picking all the NFL games this week. If you guys are tuning in for the first time. Get your pen, get your paper, get everything you need handy. If you're trying to pay bills, you're trying to get uh, the kids some extra toys for Christmas, this is the segment of the show you've been waiting for. I'm glad you guys have been tuned in. Now, we must say that these picks are for recreational use only. I don't want any yeah, don't, email for anybody that owes a bookie. <laughs> I don't right. want any email for anybody that owes a bookie. I want no children emailing me about daddy spent the right. Christmas bucket. Right. Okay. <laughs> this is for recreational yeah. use only. Although we're right. although we're pretty much dead <laughs> on most of the time. This right. is for recreational use only. So let's definitely right. you know right. put that out there as a disclaimer. Man, I wish I wish Chosen can go uh, call in, man, so he can hold that crown down. Yeah, I wish he would too, but I told him I know he need a chance to, he 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 need his chance to go on pick first. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a warning to you and Rodney that y'all better be careful how y'all pick because if I don't win this week, something may happen to one of you all. So oh, he's going to break out the pen and the doll yeah, on right. him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to look for that thing, man. I'm going to burn that thing. Right. 
Right, now, we had a game tonight, the night, the Chargers and the 49ers. The Chargers win that game 34-7. to wow. They beat up wow. on the 49ers. It really wasn't even that close. 49ers didn't score until the fourth quarter. So, of course, everybody gets a win for that game. You know how we always do that. So, everybody starts right. out 1-0. and So, congratulations, y'all. Right. Let's get into oh, the, wow. the morning games. We've got the Browns and the Bengals. And this, and this week is really, really hard, y'all. It's a lot of divisional games. A lot of people jockeying for position in the playoffs, trying to get home field advantage. Other guys trying to finish off their season in a high note, so it should be pretty competitive. But the Bengals are at home for this game. They have the Browns coming in. The Bengals, of course, two and eleven, one and five at home. The Browns at five and eight and two and five away. And since is uh, not on the line to pick, Royce, for you in second place, so you get to pick on this one. Who are you picking for the Browns and the Bengals? Last week, I picked Cleveland to lose and the Buffalo to win. Buffalo won that game. But Cincinnati, every time I pick them, they have lost. I, it's nowhere I'm going to ride with Cincinnati at this point in the game. I'm going with Cleveland. You don't think Cincinnati's going to break that 10-game losing streak, huh? No. no I'm not, I can't <laughs> go with it. I can't go he's with going, it. He's going with the Browns on the road. Rick, who are you picking this game? You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Browns, too. You know, and that's simply because I think that the Browns are a better team. Something is really telling me to pick the Bengals. You know, I mean, I, I think this can be one of those any given Sunday games for them. You know, but the Browns are the better team, so they should go in there and win the game. So you're going with the Browns on that one? I'm going with the yep. Browns, too. I've been picking them to win every now and then. I like their running game. I, I just got to talk about Mangini and the job he's done under the pressure he's on. So I'm going to roll with the Bengals on that game, too. We're going to roll to our next pick. We got the Texans and the Titans. And this game is a morning game on CBS. The Titans are at home. Uh, Texans coming into Tennessee. Royce, are you picking this game? Who's starting quarterback for Tennessee? Uh, Tennessee should have Collins. Well, I tell you yeah, what, every be- time I pick Houston, they lost. I, I, and, and Johnson is a threat. Well, I'm, I'm going to go pitch it, pitch it, make the uh, savage of this season. I'm, I'm picking Tennessee. Okay. I think I'm going to roll with – I think I'm actually going to roll with the Texans on this game. I think they'll do a win. I don't think – I know they're not the, the best team, but I think they're going to win at least uh, this game. Tennessee is, is really – on the last leg, I think Fish is really looking to get out of there. A story broke this week, too, about Bill Cowell maybe next in line for that Tennessee job. Uh, who are you picking for this game, Rick? You know, I think I'm going to go with the uh, Texans, too. You know, I mean, I know the Texans was unfortunate putting Mario Williams on injury reserve, so he's not going to be playing. But, you know, I think the Texans, I think it's going to be a highly publicized game, especially because of the beatdown that went on last time these two teams played. I don't right. think that uh, Cortland Finnegan is going to be able to be as physical with Andre Johnson as he was just because I think the refs no. are going to keep their eyes no. open a little bit. So, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to parts of Andre Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I really shouldn't even say the refs. You know, Andre, doesn't, he doesn't show that up, you know. So he ain't going to get too physical like that. I don't think he want no more of them things, you know. Yeah. But, you know, realistically speaking, though, I think, you know, Tennessee is really in shambles right now. Houston is do a win. I think they'll go in there and get it, even though Tennessee's playing at home. Yeah, yeah, that's good analysis there. We got the Colts and the Jaguars. This is a huge yeah. game. 
If the yeah, remember, it's going to be cold up there. You said that again? It's going to be cold in Tennessee. Yeah, it's going to be cold everywhere in yep. the league this, this week. Uh, the, right. the Colts are going to be at home for this game. This is a must-win game for the Colts. They have to win to keep pace with the Jaguars, who are leading that division right now. The Jags come in pretty much red hot. If you follow the Jags this season, you know most of their games, they've been late, late game wins. They did it again last week. So this is going to be a hard game to pick right here, Royce, because the Jags, if they win, they're in there. They they win their division pretty much because they've beat the Colts twice, and the Colts need this win to try to hang in there and try to make it to the playoffs. Just think of the playoffs without the Colts being there. They don't even sound right. Uh, so, Royce, who are you picking? you picking the Colts to – Keep the hope alive. They're going to make the playoffs, so the Jazz going to just put them in the ground. I think the Colts are wearing a big band-aid right now. I, and I, I I believe in this Jacksonville. I'm going to Jacksonville. Jacksonville going to go ahead and put them under, huh? Mm-hmm. Man, they look at that. No paid men in the playoffs. That don't even sound right. Uh, Rick, who are you picking this game? Um, be, be, Because of the play, Michael Vick is the, the MVP you know, offensive MVP, the quarterback position. You know, because of the stats, you know, they would definitely be Tom Brady. He's having the best season. Peyton Manning is still the best quarterback in the league to me. Mm. And I don't think Peyton Manning is ready to go down right now. Mm. Peyton Manning is going to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. Mm. That's a good statement right there. You know, I, I picked the Jags to win. I picked the Colts to win. I'm from the same train of thought that you are, that Peyton Manning is still the best quarterback in the league. And I know if he can pick apart any defense in the league, I feel like he can pick the Jags defense apart. And I know right now as we're doing this show, he's sitting in the film room somewhere looking at every defensive scheme that Jags are going to throw out there because he knows he's going to have to throw 50, maybe 60 passes to win this game. So I'm going to give the nod to the Colts. I think the Colts are going to do it. I think they're actually going to make the playoffs as well, too. So, Royce, you had on a limb for this game. You got the first well, limb I, game I, out I, there. I, I think Jacksonville will keep them off the field. That's how they beat them. With the and running Peyton game. Manning, Peyton Ooh, Manning, yeah. They, they, don't, they, yeah. they don't have a running game. And uh, Peyton Manning is depleted for that. And uh, they do have a pass rush in Jacksonville. So, I look for them to come with the blitz, come with pressure, and uh, keep them off the field. Yeah, they're definitely the Colts have no running game at all. And they can't uh, and they can't stop the run either. You know, they can't so stop the run. Russ has got a right. very valid point, you know, and that could happen. I just, I, I, I see the warrior though. You know? Yeah. On on, well, on bring it on, man. bring it on. Sunday. He's gonna Sunday. pull out the bring spears and the, the spears and the shields. You know, he's gonna be out there <laughs> chucking that thing, man. <laughs> And uh, and I think another interesting point is actually Joseph Adai is still their leading rusher on the team. He hasn't played, what, the last five games, last right. four games? He's still yeah. the leading rusher on the team. That tells you how bad their running right. game it, is. They're, they're one dimension. They're going to put up you got the uh, You got the AFC West leading Chiefs going against the NFC West leading Rams, especially now that the 49ers lose tonight. Uh, this game is going to be at the Rams. The Rams are 4-2 at home. The Chiefs are two and a, two and five away. So, Royce, you get the pick first. Of course, since Chosen's not on the line, who are you picking to win this game? I got to go with the Chiefs. 
I, I think they'd make a run. Boy, I'm going out on them all night tonight. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I'm I going to have to go with the Rams because, I, you know, Matt Castle has not practiced. They say he may be able to practice uh, oh, Saturday. And we, remember we picked him last time to win. He didn't play last game. They couldn't do hardly anything. Um, and I just think win, that, though. you know, yeah, it's a must win for both teams, actually. But so I'm gonna get a nod to the Rams. I'm gonna give a nod to the Rams to win this game. Rick, who you picking? That's me too. I'm going with the Rams. You know, I mean, the Chiefs aren't really sure about their quarterback situation, and even if he gets out there and plays, he's gonna have to play with very, you know, limited practice, limited snaps throughout the past couple of weeks. You know, and the Rams. I think the Rams are in a tougher playoff fight. You know, I think every single win really, really matters to to the Rams right now. Not that it doesn't matter to the Chiefs, but the Chiefs, you know, been beating people in their division. You know, yeah. so I, I think, you know, the Rams, you know, their division is really, really tough, really, really close, you know, and they want to get off into the playoffs. So, you know, I'm going to pull for the Rams. All the Chiefs got to do is run the ball. They got, all they got to do is run the ball. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we thought that last week, too, though. I picked right, them last okay. week. They let me down last week. I, I, uh, I you got the bar this week. You got the 3-10 and ten, three and ten Bills. If any team that has a losing record doesn't really deserve a winning record, you could make a, a great case for the Bills. They play that, that, tough, tough true. football every right. week. Uh, they go right. take take some of the best teams in the AFC right down to the wire. Uh, they're they're going on the road to play the Miami Dolphins in Miami. Now, these, wow. now Buffalo has a one and five record away. The Dolphins have a one and five record at home. So it's almost a toss up of who's going to win this game. But Russ, you got to make the pick first. You're going with Miami at home or Buffalo on the road. Wow, I think I'm gonna go with Miami at home. And that's the toss up. to do it at home. Right. I think I'm going to have to roll with the fans at home, too, although they got a bad record at home. And I know and the thing, I hate picking against the Bills because the Bills got such a right. – Fitzpatrick right. throws the ball all day week. long. He's got right. over right. 2,500 yards passing this season, you know, right. and, and he's, that's more than Matt Castle has. Right. And that they got a 3-10 and 10 record. So I hate picking against the Bills, but I got to take the home team in a toss-up game like this. Uh, Rick, who are you picking? That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm taking a home team. It's it's a it's very much a toss up game, you know. Right. And the Bills the Bills have been playing really 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 tough. So Miami can't just take this game for uh, for granted just because the Bills' record is you know the way that it is, you know. So right. I'm still gonna get in a nod, you know, at home, and that's pretty much the only reason, just because they're at home. And Miami's coming off a win too, so. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, you're right, right. but a, a good win against right. the Jets. Right. And that right. defense shut them down, too. Right. Definitely shut, shut the Jets down. down. He got Either right. the defense shut them down or Sanchez shut them down, one or two. <laughs> they were shut down with whoever did. <laughs> and hopefully they won't have any athletic trainers trying to trip people on the sideline. Right. On this right. game. And build, and build walls over there. <laughs> yeah, build right. a wall. How you going to build a wall with it? Uh, I don't want to get into that right right now. Right, right. We might lose our uh, PG rating talking about that one. Right. 
<laughs> Let's get to another uh, NFC East showdown. This is the this is the weekend for NFC East fans. Oh, Everyone's yeah. playing each other. You got the Eagles and the Giants. Uh, one of the premier games in the morning. Uh, the Giants are five and two at home. The Eagles are five and two away. This team right, this game right here is really for everything in the NFC East. If the Eagles right. win, they take control. The Giants win, they in the bet the best position to take control. So it's really up in the air right now. Who's who's going to really take control of this NFC East? Both teams are nine and four. Uh, Royce, you get to make this pick first. I think Philadelphia is too fast for the old G man. I got to go with Philadelphia. Too much Michael Vick. Mm. I go. With, I got to go with Philly also too. I mean, I'm picking Vic to win MVP, so I got, I got to roll with Philly. Rick, who you picking? Yeah, I, you know. This is the game we'll probably get to hear the great Troy Eggman. You know, mm-hmm. so much props to him. You know, got to give him some love. Um, I'm going to have to go with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles on this one. Michael Vick, my candidate for MVP. You know, I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going there and beat the Giants. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And it's going to be a good game. It's going to be in New York. It's going to be cold. Uh, forecast could definitely change. Could be snow. Could be anything, but it's going to be a real, real good game. Two teams are going to be fighting really to get positioned again to that playoff picture. So it's going to and be a real good really game. matters to Philly either, though. You know, they can play in yeah. those same conditions. All right, exactly. That, that's what they do at home. You know, right. so I think right. it's going to be a real good game. Both quarterbacks are used to throwing it outside in those type of elements. So you're absolutely right. right. It's going to be one of those games. You got the uh, Buccaneers and the Lions. The Lions, of course, three and ten. They have yet to win a road game. I think what they're like twenty games, oh and twenty on the road, going back to the last season. And the Buccaneers are three and three at home. Of course, they're eight and five in good position right now. So, Royce, who you picking? You picking the Bucks at home or the Lions to to shock the NFL? The Bucks. I can't go with the Lions. I got to go with the Bucks. <laughs> Rick, who you picking, man? The Bucks all day. You know. Yeah, I think we can yeah, yeah. on that one. We could have yeah, sang the unit, chorus that's on the that unit, one. Unit, I'm telling you. We could have sang the chorus on that game. Right. On you, the had the, uh, you got the Cardinals and the Panthers, another game we make it sing the chorus on also. Uh, the Panthers are 1-12. Their only win this season came at home. They're at home for this game, and the Cardinals are 4-9. And they're only win on the they only they're one and five on the road, so they at least won one game on the road. Another toss up game here. Jimmy Clausen should is supposed to be the quarterback for the Panthers, although they could change during the game, before the game, halftime, anywhere. And who knows who's gonna be quarterback of the Cardinals by the time they take the final snap in the fourth quarter. So a toss up game here. The line in Vegas is Carolina by three. So they're picking a one and twelve uh-huh. team to win. Vegas must know something. Royce, who you picking? Does it matter? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I got to get a nod to Arizona. I, I think they if they got any kind of pride left in the season or in the field, they'll they pull this game off. And talk about Arizona. Talk about a team that went from, you know, high hopes to, out, to right. no hopes. Right. Just off a of quarterback. Once Kurt Warner retired and left, they got rid of Matt Liner, and they haven't had a steady quarterback the rest of the season. Right. The rest of the right. season. 
they have any pride in themselves or uh, the team, I, I think they'll pull this up. Rick, who you picking this game? Both these teams are so garbage. I mean, it's really right. kind of hard to pick between the two. You know, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, yeah. I, I think Steve Smith is hurt. You yeah. know, and that that really right. hurt. You know, Stewart's it, hurt. It, uh, They're running back. Yeah, you know, thousands in the game. And Arizona is just man. They 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 something else. You know, so I'm gonna have to go ahead and go with Arizona just because I think Carolina is worse than Arizona is. All right. All right. <laughs> And I'm gonna have to go ahead and go with Arizona too. A team is one and twelve is one and twelve for a reason. And I don't care what Vegas says, I'm gonna have to go with Arizona to win this game. Another huge game in the morning, so like a lot of good games are going on in the morning in the NFL. That's the Ravens at home taking on the ten and three Saints. The Saints are five and away at home, the Ravens are five and one at home. Should be a really good game. I mean both quarterbacks are gonna have to deal with some 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 real tricky defenses. Of course, Drew Brees is going to have to deal with one, especially with Ed Reed back there. So this should be a really good game. And I'm really interested to see who's going to really win this game also, too. Roy, see you picking. You got the Ravens, you got the Saints. This battle of the quarterbacks. Do I think Facco is a better quarterback than Drew Brees? No. I got to go with the Saints. Rick, who are you picking this game? It's it's hard to, to disagree with Royce's statement about who's the better quarterback, but I think the Ravens have the better defense, mm. and I think they'll do a better job stopping the Saints. You know, the Ravens they do have have good a good running game. They'll be able to get out there and move the ball a little bit, sustain some drives, run the clock down. You know, I think I'm gonna have to pull uh, for the Ravens on this one. Wow, upset. Hmm. You know what? And Rick, man, you gotta man, you gotta pick some different games, man, but I gotta roll with the Ravens on this game too. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. And only so only reason it. I'm going with the Ravens is because I mean I, I'm like you, defense wins championships. My you know, my brother Chris says oh, it all the time. On, defense wins yeah. championships and and I gotta I'll go with the Ravens too. defense. Especially at and home. I'll especially at home. The Saints are a dome team. They gotta go to Baltimore. Who knows what the weather's gonna be like out there in the in the heat of de- in the mid of December? So I gotta go with the Ravens, man. I gotta go with defense. Okay, question, question. It's two minutes left in the fourth quarter. Would you rather have Joe Flacco back there or Drew Brees? Well, I would rather, 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 rather have, have Drew Brees. I would rather, without question, I would rather have Drew Brees. That's why, that's why I picked it. Two minutes left to go in the game. Would you would you rather see Jonathan Vilma or Ray Lewis? Well, see, my question was: two minutes left in the game. Would you rather be going up against the Saints defense or the Ravens defense? That's exactly my point. <laughs> I'd rather be going up against Sunday, the Saints Sunday, defense. Sunday, Sunday. We will see. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Let's pick this game real quick. Let's go ahead and speed through these picks because we gotta get to some more callers. And of course, we gotta talk about the Cowboys and and Skins game. Uh, you got the Falcons and the Seahawks, the Battle of the Birds. Royce, are you picking this game? The Seahawks are at home. I've been doing the dirty bird for the last two weeks. Still doing it. 
I'm going Falcons. I'm going Falcons also, too. Rick, who are you picking? I'm Dirty Burden. I'm Dirty Burden, too. Sure. <laughs> then you got the Broncos and the Raiders, a fight between two AFC West teams. The Raiders are 6-7, and 4-2 at home. This game is in Oakland. The Broncos are 3-10, and ten, surprisingly 3-10. and ten. They got a new head coach in second game. And, of course, they're 1-6 and six on the road, so they, have, they don't have a great road record by any stretch. Uh, Royce, are you picking the Raiders at home or the Broncos? Broncos season's over. I'm rolling with the Raiders. Finish strong. And, Rick, who are you picking? I can't believe I'm saying this, but I have said it a couple times, you know, since we've been making these picks. I'm going to go with the Raiders, believe it or not. Mm. I'm going with the Raiders also, too. All right, then our next game to pick, I think we'll have some separation from me and Rick on this game, and that's going to be the Jets and the Steelers. Both of these teams, the Jets more so than anybody need this win. They're on the road. they got to go to Pittsburgh. Steelers are 4-2 at home. Jets are 5-1. Away, so they do have a great uh, record. They're coming off two back-to-back losses, and and I, I don't think they can lose three in a row. Although you may think they can lose three in a row, Royce, are you picking the Steelers or the Jets? For the last two weeks, the Jets have no offense, and Pittsburgh's been in this position so many times before. I got to go with Pittsburgh. I'm gonna come Royce, out of the must-win game. Pittsburgh. I'm sorry, Rick, Rick, who are you picking? You know, I really think if the Jets was playing against a team in their own division or maybe some other team, they would be able to pull this one out. But they got to go to Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's got one of the one of the best defenses in the league right along with the Jets. But the Jets haven't been able to move the ball at all. And Pittsburgh is not the team to go in there and try to move the ball against. You know, I'm going to have to go with the Steelers on this one. Yeah, and let's pick our last two games real quick. I know we're gonna have. Who you pick, uh, Ronnie? Who you who you pick? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm picking. I, I am picking. I am picking the Steelers. Okay. Trying to get out of that one, huh? No, no, no. I'm trying to get out of that one. I want to try and get out of that one. I sure wanted to pick the Jets, though, but you know, realistically speaking, I think the Steelers do it. Yeah. So we we got that game done. Rick, we got to come up with some separation somewhere, buddy. We got the Packers and the Patriots. I know we're going to get some calls on this game. The Pack, unfortunately, Aaron Rodgers has not practiced this week. He's going to be a game-time decision. They say he may practice on Saturday trying to get clear from this concussion. The Packers need this guy bad. They lost last week a game they should not have lost. They need this guy. They got they got to keep their playoff hopes alive. Right now the Bears are running away with them, and they could clinch. The Bears can clinch if they beat the Vikings and the Packers lose. So they got to win this game. I think if he can go, he's going to go. Now, we don't know if he's going at this point, but they are playing the New England Patriots at home who have not lost a home game all season. So it may not even matter if he plays. Royce, are you picking the Packers or the Patriots? I told y'all three weeks ago I would not pick against the New England Patriots again unless they play Michael Vick. I'm rolling with New England. <laughs> Rick, Rick, who you picking, man? 
Well, this might be the game that me and you get some separation if you're thinking the same thing that I'm thinking. You know, I'm going to have to go with the Patriots, and I'm glad I'm getting the pick before you. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going with the Patriots, too, man. I'm going with the Patriots, too. Hey, hey, man, brother. I'm going with the Patriots, man. your brother. Yeah, I'm going with the Patriots too. Matter of fact, let's let's go ahead and I I gotta get at least get a pat on the back from somebody. I'm gonna bring Chris on. Chris Chris, you gotta you gotta you gotta give me a pat on the back for picking the Patriots, man. Hey man, hey man. You yeah. stop talking about my team without me on the air, man. So don't make your pick you gonna bring me on the air and I've been sitting in the car key the whole time, man. Don't do that no more. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Hainsworth sit out for four games on suspension with no pay. 
So I guess he's trying to impose his will and make his point now. Uh, if the Cowboys win, at least they're five and nine, and the Redskins are five and nine, so they won't finish at the bottom of the division. But they're really not playing for anything at this point, except for pride. Uh, so Royce, you get to pick first. You picking the Redskins? You picking the boys? The only other team worse than the Cowboys are the Redskins, and uh, I, I'm picking the Cowboys only because of Kidna. I like to see Kidna win the game. I'm, I'm definitely picking the boys. Oh, I know, Rick, I know you're picking the boys, too. Yeah, without question. It's, 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 it's the boys. Do, I, I'm, you know, right. I'm, I'm picking the Cowboys for sure. I do think that Mike Shanahan situation, you know, I think a lot of that is probably some, you know, Mike Shanahan trying to work the media a little bit, you know, use them to kind of scare the players, you know, let stuff like that get around. And then at the same time kind of dupe the Cowboys. You know, one of the Cowboys out there, you know, not really knowing who they're going to practice for, you know. Yeah, so, right. you know, the Cowboys just need to go out there and pay no attention to none of that. You know, you know you can beat Donovan McNabb because you've done it before, and Rex Grossman is trash. He always has been, you know. So, you know, the Cowboys need to go out there and just do their thing. You know, I'm taking the Cowboys all day. And they're down another receiver. They already lost Des Bryant for the season. They lost Kevin Ogletree for the season also, too. So they're down another receiver. Uh, so we'll Kevin see who? Step up for him. Kevin o- um, Des Bryant and Kevin Ogletree <laughs> are both out. So. <laughs> All right, real quick, Rick, we got, a, we, got a, we got about a minute left. We got to get a tiebreaker, man. What's the score of the Cowboys-Redskins game? Is this tiebreaker between, for me and you? For me and you. I know I'm a, I'm a good sport on it. I would like to change one of my picks. Can I do that? Go ahead. I'm taking the Bengals instead of the Browns. Okay. Wow. We got our tiebreaker right there. Right there. Wow. Let me bring Chris back on real quick. Chris, I know you got an opinion on this Cowboys-Redskins game. Are you, I, picked, I picked the Patriots to win, man. Are you picking the Cowboys to win? I'll tell you what, man. I, I feel bad for you. I mean, I really do. You and Rick, man, I, I do. I feel bad for you guys, man. I mean, you know, you yeah. thought this year would be different the last four years, and, and it's really not. I mean, I just feel bad for you guys, man. I want to do something for you to help lift your spirits since y'all been in the dumps for the last four years, man. I'll go ahead and pick y'all team, man, Cowboys, man. Whoa. Will you regard that, Rodney? Yeah, I got uh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I got it. You, you definitely well, can know that Washington is worse than Dallas, right? Yeah. I, I, I well, mean, we thank everyone for tuning in. We got about 10 seconds left. If you're listening live, stay on rfsportsradio.blogspot.com and see you guys on Tuesday when we have some mass coverage on tomorrow. Check, tune in to that. All right, and uh, Chris, go ahead and finish your point. Uh, Royce, finish your point. No, I'm 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 picking them because I, I feel bad, man. I, I want to do something to help you guys out. I mean, it's Christmas time. It's better to give than receive, right? I mean, y'all ain't receiving nothing this year, so I'm going to give y'all a pick. Nah, we don't need no sympathy picks, though. I'm going to help y'all out, man. Maybe some of this winning, winning personality and this winning championship aura will rub off on you guys, man. Man, well, you know, you know, I picked the Patriots too. 
You know, I really, I really did. But I think the Patriots could actually win that game. But we don't need your sympathy pick, though, Chris. <laughs> hey, look here, man. After the y'all had, look here, man. Y'all need all y'all get, man. Sympathy or not, <laughs> y'all need some. Y'all need some help on next year, man. Let's hope yeah. that there ain't no lockout, man. Y'all, y'all got a lot of regrouping to do for next year. Cause you still, you, yeah. I mean, you kind of got a head coach, but then again, you really don't. Which that's an, a headache by itself. So now you're gonna have a new coach in there. Or part of a new coaching staff in there. Then you got Des Bryant's gonna come back, you know, if if he can stay healthy again. He already done started off the year hurt twice. He already started the year hurt, didn't start the year, and he's ending the year hurt again. So we'll see how he does next year. He, I think he's an injury prone. Chris, check this out though. Uh, uh, with what Jason Garrett has been doing out there, he ain't did nothing. He ain't done nothing for you when he with him out there calling the shots. I mean, I, personally, man, I got to wait till next year to see if it's really Garrett or if it's just they didn't want to play for Wade Phillips. I think they just didn't want to play for Wade Phillips, man, personally. I mean, they playing for themselves right now. You ain't got no head coach. You got a temporary. You got to sit in. You got to stand in. You know what I'm saying? You got a cardboard cutout for a coach right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, it's, it's oh, come on. Come on. You got to wait till next season to see if it's really Garrett, if he can handle the whole season, if he can be really, sure, really sure, good. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You do have to wait, you know, before you can, you know, you know, really say whether he's a good coach right now. You know, you have to wait. But just based upon what he's done, that ain't done nothing for you? No, man. What I you, think what you've seen so far. I think oh, they're yeah. just tired of playing with those dudes, honestly. That's my I mean, opinion. Well, that, that remains to be seen. That, I guess that remains to be seen. It, it remains to be seen. And, you know, but what I, I say about that, if if what Chris is saying is true, you know, and they didn't want to play for Wade Phillips, that's sorry, man. That's unprofessional. That's unprofessional as hell, to be man, honest. I think there's a lot think. of players on that team you can say unprofessional, uh, honestly. I mean, yeah, and you probably can, but if what Chris is saying is true, that's that's exactly it, period. You should be professional enough to, to go out there and do your job. You are getting paid a whole lot of money to, to, to do your thing out there, you know. Yeah, true but, you know, all things considered, you know, you can't really say that it's all Jason Garrett right now. That I do agree with. But, you know, I'm I'm leaning towards, you know, being on that side of taking a chance on him, though. Yeah, well, that's a, that's our after-hour show, guys. We got to cut everything short. I want to thank everyone for tuning in, everyone that called in. Uh, the fan reaction that we had was really, really good, a great show. You guys know we'll be tuning in on Tuesday for our show. On Tuesday, we'll review everything from the weekend, NFL picks, we'll see who won. And, of course, tomorrow night we'll be covering the Mavs versus Sun, so we'll talk about that. Until then, we thank you all for tuning in. And we will see y'all next week.